from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Checking with Brian Murphy, WRAL, WRALSportsFan.com, investigative reporter. Looks like we're finally getting that mobile sports wagering bill to go through. Now they just got to vote on it. The idea being things will get going on January 1. So I know what Joe's going to do New Year's Day. No, because I'm only betting on golf now. That's it? That's it. Well, you're going to put a future out for the Masters did at you, that point? Did you, did you, get, <laughs> that oh, on, you're right. did get that on tape? <laughs> I could. Thank you, Dennis. Yep, did you get that I on tape? It. Okay, good. Yep. Video Only too. golf. Mm, okay. What's the commercial where the, the they copy the person, they're, they're all sitting around the table, and it's like happy Belinda and sad Belinda oh, and yeah. melancholy Belinda. Yeah. I, I need golf Joe to be the only person who talks in the room from now on. Okay. Basketball Joe needs to be just push to sleep. You're still going to try a perfect bracket, are you not? Maybe this year I won't. Just like your maybe AC, been, just like your I've ACC been, tournament perfect bracket. Maybe I've been beaten down. Yeah. Maybe well, if, Roy, if if Governor Roy Cooper didn't beat that out of you after he got it right and you got it wrong, it was a wash last year though. So yeah, fair enough. Kind of got to get him this year. Fair well, we'll enough, see. Fair we'll enough. see if I can rally. So we'll see. We'll see how this sports wagering bill uh, going for. Because I mean, it's the appropriate time. I mean, it's the middle of March Madness. Everybody's filling out brackets. Uh, it's funny to me that we'll all fill up brackets. Everybody's got some sort of office pool and all this other stuff, yet we're still wringing hands over, what about sports wagering? I mean, we're doing it, literally doing it right now, and nobody blinks an eye. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door. All right, Hey Joe, brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. From Dr. John, Hey Joe, if you oh, wait, You know what? I'm an idiot. I'm sorry, Dennis. What? I didn't update the doc with the Hey Joe questions. What am I supposed to do now? Uh, here, I'll read them. So, yeah, my bad. No, that's my bad. No, that's that's E me. I got sidetracked doing something else, and I completely I forgot this a- fascinating story about the rogue Wake Forest grad who tried to that. take down look, college look, basketball. I, I'll be honest. I've been a little distracted today <laughs> because there's, like, Wakey Leaks Part 2, as you said, and then I got wrapped up in reading about that Silicon Valley bank that there was a bank run over the weekend. Wait, and what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a crazy story where a bunch of VC billionaires are like, we don't like government regulation until they have a bank go under based on their own fault and now they're like we need the government to help us out well, which one is it guys yeah. anyway uh here's uh this is from jason jennings over at wral uh what was your favorite episode of panic room i think mine was the one that was recorded not long after a visit to Biracana. yeah yeah that was probably one of my favorite ones too we were deaf we actually we recorded them during Biracana. i was gonna say weren't there updates there were updates from Biracana, the defunct beer festival yeah panic room is no more uh it's been sunsetted the final episode of panic room is in our youtube channel oh uh hey look it, you know all, all good things must come to end thanks to everybody who has watched panic room uh since we started at the acc tournament in in washington dc in 2016 so that's yeah seven years of doing panic rooms it was a heck of a lot of fun but it was time so shout out to everybody who has uh, watched them and all the kind words that have been tweeted at us and emailed at us uh, now that the panic room has come to a close. All right, next one. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. This is from Bain. Hey, Joe, why wouldn't a team want to play its bench exclusively in an NIT game to get full game experience, finishing a disappointing season, and going into a new year? First of all, 
according to Inside Carolina, the players are the ones who voted and said they didn't want to play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so we have that part of it. Number two, now if you're Hubert, let's just say we follow this scenario out where they played all of the, the younger players. And if all of the younger players said that they wanted to play, I could see them lobbying for that or whatever. Now all of a sudden, if they're successful, it becomes uh, now you turn that back on Hubert and you go, well, why didn't DeMarco Dunn play? Why didn't Dontrell Styles play? Why didn't you play Seth Tremble more? It, well, look what they did in the NIT. You, you don't need any of this. You don't need to prolong any of this. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah, I'm with you you're, on this. You're angry at the wrong thing. I'm totally. And it's that. not about sportsmanship either or representing the school. Oh, my. There's... <laughs> There's, you said the theme for this year is the juice worth the squeeze. Playing in the NIT. Ain't worth the squeeze, guys. Ain't worth the squeeze. Ain't worth the squeeze. Let it go. From Tar Heel Turnup, can NC NC State still claim that the NCAA is out to get them after they're the only team to make the tournament with a solo Q1 win and they don't have to go to Dayton? It's going to be hard for them to play that card. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. a, no, a valid point. It's so, a valid point. We've talked about this before, though. It's about teams that you beat in the field. Mm-hmm. And I do think it did help that Furman found their way onto the board. I do think that Miami and Duke, who are in the tournament, NC State beat them. Mm-hmm. Okay. North Carolina did not beat Miami or Duke. So you don't have that going for you. They did beat Virginia, which NC State only saw once but did not beat. Here's another thing. You know what also helped? I think, you know what else helped NC State? Vanderbilt, uh, there, there was a perfect storm in 2019. Let's yeah. go back to 2019, okay? When State had the 353, and everyone they played was basically in the 300s, including Vanderbilt, who's off, who was awful. Do you know who's been really good the last two months of this season? Vanderbilt. They've been really, really good in the SEC. I'm surprised, actually, they didn't get a little bit more traction, mm-hmm. but they started really poorly. But guess who beat them when they started poorly? NC State. There so I go. think that's another win that'll also help them along the way. Next up. Yeah. From Elwell, hey, Joe, a lot of college basketball players are catching heat for not performing well late this season. In the past, this heat would be frowned upon as they were college kids. Now with NIL, isn't the heat more acceptable if they are getting paid to perform? Yeah, I mean, your opinion of how a player performs shouldn't be predicated on what they're paid or what they're not paid. Yeah, wh- but what- you're, you're being kind of... You're being supremely naive if you think all of the sudden, only now mm-hmm. under NIL was anybody ever making any money to play college basketball. Well, there's, let's let's strip that part out of it. Whether they're making money or not is immaterial to the point. Um, there's a better way. You can be critical of players sure. without making it personal. You can be critical of their actual play. You don't have to make things oh, and I heard more that, than that. I heard that a lot in Greensboro. Oh, well. Armando Baycott, he, he wasn't too busy to, to do a, a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. He wasn't too busy to right. Wasn't too busy to go do uh, the Outer Banks episode. It's like, really, St- we're we're still gonna do this? Really? Come yeah. on! And yet, uh, and yet, Patrick Mahomes could be in every commercial and still ever win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Weird how that works out, right? Next up, whoa! From Matthew, hey Joe, what crime can a coach commit that is so great an SEC school won't consider him? This, Obvi- is, this, is Chris, this is Chris Beard, who's just here Chris to talk Beard, about Ole Miss basketball. Hired by Ole Miss after a, a domestic violence issue. To, got him fired at Texas. Yeah, I, everyone's got their own standards, right? I mean, Alabama is the number one overall seed in mm-hmm. this tournament. And they had one player who was accused of committing a murder. 
and another one of his teammates bringing the gun to allegedly bringing the gun to the, the scene of the crime. Yeah. And the, yes, the one who has been accused of murder and charged with murder is no longer on the team. Mm-hmm. But their star player is the one who went and got the gun after he was texted by said accused murderer and not a single issue with Brandon Miller in Alabama. So, yeah, it's different in the SEC. They, when they say it just means more, they literally mean it. It is different. They, they definitely mean that. Next up. How you doing? From Benji, if you could legally tamper with something in your everyday life, hmm. what would it be? That's That seems like a not safe for work question. Yeah. If I could legally tamper with something. Yeah. So tamper in the sense you talk to someone before you're allowed to talk to them, like in this NFL? Yeah, I guess that's the case. Because like, all hey, these I deals. Can't talk, I can't talk with you because that would be tampering. But we can work a deal out before okay. you actually sign it. Because, gotcha. like, like, for instance, the Carolina Panthers have already legally tampered a deal with Shy Tuttle. He's going to be part of their new 3-4 defensive scheme. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, and it looks like the Jets and Aaron Rodgers have legally tampered into Aaron Rodgers going to New York City to make Mike Greenberg's dreams come true. Mike Greenberg might combust live on ESPN when Care- the news becomes official. Careful what you wish for there. Yeah, no, you, trust me, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that one. So, yes, yeah, so I guess this would, you would knock things out before they're actually legal to do. Um, I Okay, I, I actually have an answer. I wish I could legally tamper with YouTube metrics. That's what I would do. Legally tamper with those things. Legally tamper with the with the ratings. Just go go to everybody's little ratings meter box and make it so that everything is only on 99.9 The Fan. That's what I would legally tamper. Okay, because that's how the ratings work. You got these little you got these little like beepers that listen to what station you're listening to, and that's how it gets registered. It's like a Nielsen box, like in TV. Sure. Mm-hmm. So in, in the, the Nielsen ratings, you have a sample home. You know, I've had to turn down being a Nielsen person multiple times. Like, they call. And they're like, yeah, guys, I can't. I work for a company that owns a television station. Sorry. Regardless, um, that's what I would legally tamper. I would make sure Who that asked all the little boxes. this question, by the way? Uh, Benji. Is he a real person? Yeah, Benji Caps. Benji trying to get us to talk back, talk, set ourselves up and self-incriminate. I'll plead the fifth right I'm here, just Benji. Saying, I'm just saying OVS is over here like, yeah, I'm going to tamper with the ratings. This is, I'm just <laughs> saying it's what uh, I would do. I don't know about you, Cox, but I did not. That was that was Joe Ovius. That was not Joe Giulio. I'm, just saying that's I'm not tampering with anything. I'm just answering the question. I'm not saying I'd actually yeah. do it. I'm answering. not saying I killed my wife, but if I did, but if I, did, I would okay. write this book. Get out of here. Benji, no. You're a narc. (laughs) We'll talk to Brian Murphy about actual legal matters next. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. So I told Brian Murphy while we were in Greensboro for the ACC tournament that he was not allowed back on the show until there was a sports mobile sports wagering bill filed at the NCGA. I said, under no circumstances are you back on the show because how many times have you told me it's happening 
and it doesn't happen. So I get a text from Brian this morning saying, it's in. A story and everything. So Brian Murphy is now back here on the OG. WRL.com, WRL Sports Investigative Reporter. Brian, what up, man? I'm glad my hiatus wasn't very long there. Well, I'm convinced that you actually texted some people over in downtown Raleigh and said, yeah, guys, guys, do me a favor. I am not allowed back on 99.9 The Fan unless this happens. So let's go. It's not lost on me that it actually happens the Monday after I told you this. If, if I had that kind of power, I would probably use it for much more evil purposes than, than that. I see you're all suited up, too, which means you're going to be going on TV on WRAL proper here in a little bit so let's 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 go with the the starter questions here like kind of like a explain like i'm five type situation now that this bill has been introduced last time it was introduced it went off the rails and it didn't pass so what's the difference now that it's introduced that everybody is convinced that we're going to get mobile sports wagering on january 1 2024 the the two biggest changes that i would say are one They've had a lot more time to work on this. That the, as you mentioned, the, the there was a chaotic process last time. Things were being taken out of the bill, added to the bill uh, on the House floor, which isn't how things normally go. And I think um, that kind of spooked some people who okay. said, "Hey, look, this is not the way we need to add sports gambling in the state." And then secondly, um, that time has allowed some more lobbying efforts to happen. Um, I think people are more comfortable with the bill, and, and you have to remember about twenty five percent of the House. The North Carolina House has changed over uh, many younger members, many members who are, are much more comfortable with sports gambling than some of the people who left. Brian Murphy, WRL, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. He's typing away busily there, are you? I'm not. I just my hands naturally go to the keyboard. So. <laughs> All right, so what's a, what's a realistic timetable? I know we've talked about maybe next year for the Super Bowl would be something that could be implemented because I feel like right now is peak. We gamble, but we don't really gamble week, right? Everyone and their mother fills out a tournament bracket, but that's not really gambling, Murph. Right. Because <laughs> we yes, don't need everyone, that everyone invo- We haven't done this for the last 50 years. <laughs> yes, yeah, somehow NCAA pools are not considered gambling, uh, except when they are considered gambling. <laughs> Who wants to tell every office in North Carolina? But anyway. <laughs> the the bill says that the effective date is January 1st. So that's a little bit uh, sooner than, than I had anticipated. Uh, the, I think the last time I talked to you guys right. about this. So January 1st would mean, you know, in time for bowl games, in time for the college football playoff, in time for the Super Bowl, and obviously in time for next year's March Madness. Um, that that I don't think that time is going to get moved up. If anything, that date could get pushed back. But But I don't think it will be any sooner than January 1st. Brian Murphy, WREL.com, WRLSportsFan.com, joining us here on the OG. If you miss any of this conversation, you can check it out on the Best of the OG podcast. Okay, so I guess the I guess the next logical thing to ask would be, what is this going to look like in terms of sports books themselves? I get the mobile sports wagering aspect of it. Uh, we're probably going to get an influx of advertising, which I'm all for. Thank you very much. Uh, for BetMGM and DraftKings and everything else, and you can download the app rather than having to go across state lines to avoid the geofence. But the part that I'm curious about is, like, lounges, sports books. Like, where does this go? I know Tom Dundon, owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, is interested in leasing, subleasing this out. He's going to have the book, but it's going to go to somebody. I've seen plans in the renovated PNC Arena plans uh, for a sports book. What's that supposed to look like? Where can they be? Yeah, they can be at, at anywhere. There, there's very specific uh, 
credentials, I guess, in, in the bill. But we're talking about Bank of America Stadium, the Spectrum Center where the Hornets play, Charlotte Motor Speedway, PNC Arena, uh, Wake Med Soccer Park in Cary would be able to have one. Um, and then certain venues that host golf tournaments. So um, Indian Wells in, in Charlotte would be able to have one during the Wells Fargo tournament down there. Um, what about something like the SAS Championship in Cary? It has to attract 50,000 fans. Uh, there are very specific guidelines oh, for, okay. for what golf tournaments can do or, or what other events can do. Um, you wouldn't be able to do it at the Greensboro Coliseum, for example, during the ACC tournament. Okay. Um, but PNC Arena would have one of these sports lounges. I was going to say, it would be a full-time sports book. So yeah. if you want to bet on golf, you can just go over to PNC Arena and bet on golf, right? Right. Well, you can also do it on your phone. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I, I haven't gotten a ton of clarity on. But if you read the bill, these aren't traditional sports books there are places where you could go but you'd have to have an online account to be able to place a wager so what's the um, so what is the point of even going to these these lounges then if i could because i okay clarify for me if i'm wrong if once this bill goes through on january 1 i could be here in this this is going to be terrible for Julio. <laughs> i could literally just during the middle of a show make bets right Exactly. Okay, yep. so what is the incentive to go to PNC Arena if – Well, it's going to be jazzed up just like any other sports bar, right? You're going to have the big screens in front of you with the lines and the okay. black and the red and the green. Okay. You're going to have different ways to figure it out. But what he's trying to say is just because you can – you have to be able to – you have to have an account. It's like going to the library. Okay. You can't just show up and say, give me a book. So it's not going to be – an account. So it's not going to be like that time I went to the uh, Venetian sports book and I just walked up to the guy and said, hi, I'd like to make a bet. And he looked at me like I had eight heads. He's like, um, the on, sheets are on over. what? Right. That's right. I said, I'd like to make a bet. He's like, cool. The sheets are over there. Fill them out and bring them back. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's personal, Brian. Yeah, Human you won't be able to walk in. You won't be able to walk in with a wad of cash and throw a thousand dollars. PNC is cashless anyway. That's yeah, true. You won't, that's true. You won't be able to do that. You'll have to have an account. But um, that's what makes me feel alive, Brian. I want to walk up to PNC right now. I want to go. Here's twenty dollars. Oh no! On the Cades winning twenty. I think twenty dollars. I think with the what Tom Dundon and and David Tepper and them are counting on is to create this experience that okay. you want to go and you want to you want to gamble on the game with your buddies. You want to have all the TVs going. Oh, okay. Think about what this week would be like at PNC Arena mm -hmm. if they open it up on Thursday and Friday and you're able to place your sports bets on your phone Ooh. or go up to the kiosk, but they also have, you know, great food, drinks, lots and lots of TVs. You mm -hmm. and a, and a bunch of buddies are there. I know you'll have to Make sure Gilio's not, you know, doesn't take that week off every, now, every year. Gilio can feel it in his plums <laughs> right now. He's very excited about this. No, no, no. I'm only betting on golf from now on. Uh-huh. Sure, that's the case. Okay. Uh, Brian Murphy, WRAL, WRALsportsfan.com. Uh, Before we let you go, so the chances of this actually happening, percentage -wise. I want you to give me odds, Brian. <laughs> I want to give. I want I, odds on this actually going through. I'd say two to one. I mean, the, the, opponent, the proponents of this are very, very um, – optimistic, mm -hmm. excited, supportive. I, I don't know right, what the right adjective is, but they really think they have the votes to make this happen. And okay. I, you know, it, it lost by a single vote last year. I think if that vote were held again, it probably would have passed. There were some people missing. Uh, there were people out of the chamber that, that probably would have helped to get over the, get over the hump last year. And I think they really think they have the, the votes to get it done this time. Very cool. Brian Murphy, welcome back to the show. You're off probation. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you as these things uh, progress and we get an update on as to where things stand. We know the governor's for it, so it's not going to be an issue for Roy Cooper once it actually gets to his desk. 
Uh, and we'll actually talk to Roy Cooper, governor of North Carolina, tomorrow. So we'll get his thoughts on some of the things that are going on. Brian, appreciate it, man. Good work as always. Thanks, guys. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obius. Wait, you, you don't think I'm like Mr. Big Spender over here rolling up to the kiosk? Wait, I have $20. I, I was just kind of hoping it would be 20 singles. And you're like just <laughs> peeling them off. Like, look at me, man. High rolling. I've, to- I've told you that story. I got 20 American dollars here. Have I told you that story about me going to the Venetian <laughs> sports book? The one time I ever went to a sports book, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And I was like, I'd like to spend 10 whole dollars, good sir. On what? <laughs> on the Panthers winning the division. Cool. It was, I was so embarrassed. I had no idea what I was doing. <sighs> At least it was a futures bet. You didn't have to pay juice on a futures bet. This is a very, very, very good point. Speaking of, do you know what you're doing? Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.